I took 0-9 Georgia Southern plus 33 and a half. Locked on Sunbelt. You are locked on Sunbelt. Your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Isn't that a quinky dink? Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right. Obviously, we're not going to go into detail about the about the you know bet per se. A little bit, but... Uh, I did watch, so I will say that. We'll talk uh, Raging Cajuns and Jack State. We'll preview the New Orleans Bowl. I'll be there on Saturday. And Southern Miss announces a new defensive coordinator. All right, so uh, just looking after I got a nice new haircut, uh, if we should gamble on anything. And again, my my general theory is you bet on good teams to play good. You bet on bad teams to play bad. And when the opposite happens, that's gambling. Uh, and so let's see, Tennessee's playing Georgia Southern. I know Georgia Southern's no good. Tennessee's pretty good. Uh, let's see if it's, you know, 15, 20 points. We'll we'll put a little bit on the balls. Well, it's 34 and a half. Uh, anybody got guts? I tweeted out. Anybody got any guts to take Georgia Southern plus 34 and a half? Well, then you look at it and then, you know, Tennessee doesn't really blow anybody out. And Georgia Southern, despite not winning a basketball game, doesn't get blown out. They got two like 20 point losses. But you also know in one of these games, in games like this, that the starters are going to come out, right? Thing was, it was like a 28-point game at half. But then I tuned in, and Georgia Southern wouldn't go away. And that's really why I wanted to watch because, you know, Owen, oh, Charlie Henry is starting his you know, head coaching career, and he doesn't have a win yet. Now, he, uh, some of the, um, not had the easiest of all schedules, I will say he has played Jacksonville twice. We went over this, right? He's got Georgia Tech on there. He's played Michigan State, and now he's played Tennessee. So the schedule has not exactly been simple. But you want to see it very easily you could have, you know, gone in the tank, right? The starters on both sides know they're not playing a whole lot in this ballgame. Everyone's going to play. And, you know, somewhere around the 12-minute mark, uh, the second half, it's probably reserves. As the guy who was a 13th man on a 12-man JV basketball game, basketball team in high school, I know those feelings. And yet, Georgia Southern wouldn't go away. All right, now as the game was going on at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the um, second half, it was 51-31 for about three minutes, and that's a lot. <laughs> All right, when there's no one scoring points, and I'm covering, that's good, but. Georgia Southern just would not go away. I know, you know, you can only try so much when you're up 28 points, but the starters for Tennessee were in. And again, Georgia Southern just kept on, you know, getting closer and getting closer and getting closer. It was at one point, it was a 20 point ball game, 55, 35. And then it expanded again to about into the 20s. In fact, maybe it got to 23, 63, 40. Not maybe it did. But then, I mean, there's nine minutes left to go. Starters, certainly for Tennessee, 
are out. And all of a sudden, it gets down to a 13-point guy. <clears throat> Derek Henry Harris, I think he came off the bench for Georgia Southern. He led the team in scoring. He had 13 points, only eagle in double digits. Uh, he hits a three, and he makes it a a 13-point ball game, which obviously I'm very happy with because then it's not going to be most likely is Tennessee going to win by, you know, 34 points. But that's kind of what I wanted to watch and see if there was any hustle. There's, I'm not sure what Georgia Southern is particularly good at, right? They shot 27% from the floor. They shot 25% from three. They didn't make 10 to 12 free throws. Uh, and they did create some turnovers. Uh, Tom Hart, also listening to him, and Jimmy Dykes was always a, a good broadcast crew. Uh, Tennessee was 14 assists and seven turnovers in the first half, but in the second half, no, it was the opposite. It was 12 turnovers to three assists. Now, yeah, that's the bench, but geez, that's not great at all. And I think I also saw a stat. Georgia Southern gets about 42% of their points from threes. That's like fifth in the nation. And basically that's what happened. They scored 24 points tonight. Um, they score, you know, from three and they scored 56. So maybe not quite 42%, but in that range. But the one thing again, that I, I saw from Georgia Southern is they just, they continued to hustle. And sounds like the minimum, but you can see that all the time. You see that all the time. You get a team gets a big lead, you get sloppy, and I don't want to say you give up, but you you see that an effort is not put forward. So I did want to check that out. I like that I won a few bucks again. You know, maybe a bottle of Maker's Mark is <laughs> basically what I, I'm not even sure I bought that, including tax. So uh, I did uh, want to see them because now they're zero and ten. Who's got who's Georgia Southern got coming up because. Is this going to end anytime soon? They got UNC Wilmington, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, and then you know they got so they got they got you know a week and a half off for the holidays. They got Southern Miss December thirtieth, and then Charlie Henry is playing Brian Hoxton from Arkansas State, the two Alabama assistants who got the head coaching jobs um, on January fourth. So. It doesn't appear it's going to get any easier anytime soon. We certainly hope that they pick up a win. Uh, important to do so, get off the schneid. But uh, the players haven't packed it in yet. They are, they're going all out. And of course, when you get the, the reserves in there and they, they played a healthy amount of guys. You know, a couple of guys came off the bench a late uh Tom Hart talked about Malik Tidwell, who's gone to five different colleges in five years. Uh, but Tidwell and Jones um, only played six and, and three minutes, respectively. But they still, he still had four guys or nine guys play double digits in minutes. All right. We'll figure out what Georgia Southern does well because, whew, again, they, they were, they got outscored in the first half 49 21. But then they beat Tennessee by 10, 35, 25 in the second half. All right. And again, you know, you get it under the four-minute mark. And obviously the, the back of the bench is on the court for uh, for Tennessee. I understand that. But if there is hashtag always a bright side, when you're 0-10, the kids keep on trying. 
And that's uh, good to see, right? They can you take basically can you take one good half and maybe I mean, you could take the whole good half, but even it's just half of the half and build on something. Maybe maybe they can get something going there uh, before they take a break. What do we say? Uh, Florida Gulf Coast and UNC Wilmington on the 16th and then Florida Gulf Coast on uh, the 19th. All right, we'll see. Both those games are at home. In fact, they don't hit the road until they play Arkansas State. They open up Sunbelt play at home against Southern Miss on the 30th. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll preview the New Orleans Bowl. You got the Raging Cajuns versus Jacksonville State. That is coming up on Saturday. Uh, in the Dome, and we will be down there uh, for that. Let me tell you about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. A friend of mine wanted me to go in on the uh, Paul George assist numbers against Sacramento. The problem was it was, it was a heavy favorite. <laughs> you know, like minus 195 to get, you know, to get four assists. That's not, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> that's bad odds. I mean, I got to put up 195 bucks to win a hundred. Well, I want it the other way. Uh, but there is a lot you can do on that. And we're, we're trying to find different ways uh, to do a little bit. All right. You know, I'm sitting here telling you, I took 0-9 Georgia Southern. I, again, it wasn't even a full bottle of any kind of good bourbon. So just a little bit of fun and kind of feel good about yourself when you bet on a 0-9 team and then they cover against a, a pretty good SEC power. All right, let's talk uh, Raging Cajuns and Jack State. This ball game is coming up on a Saturday. It is 1.15 Central Time. And for those who don't know, Jacksonville State was in the same boat as JMU. Uh, I think they're in their first year of uh, FBS competition. And they got into a bowl because not enough people... Um, not enough schools qualify, just like JMU. Uh, Jacksonville State's eight and four, and the Cajuns are six and six. This is Rich Rod. If we don't, if you don't know, this is Rich Rodriguez, right? He uh, of the I'm going to turn Alabama down and take the Michigan job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, in fact, right, that was the first choice instead of Nick Saban. Anyway, uh, they like to run uh, the football. Cajuns like to run the football as they're on their third quarterback, but um, they very much like to uh, run the football. And we'll see if 
the Cajun can stop them, right? The Cajuns had issues stopping Arkansas State, had issues stopping Southern Miss, had issues stopping – they get a good job against ULM. Um, let's see who the quarterback is for – I got it here. Thought it was going to be here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, again, Jacksonville State likes to run uh, the football. I guess they say they play with tempo. Let me do this differently. Uh, and it'll be interesting. This is their first bowl game. So, they're going to be excited where this is old hat for uh, the Cajuns. All right, this would be better, I guess. Uh, so Zion Webb, uh, he's only passed for 1,280 yards, but he's rushed for 638 yards. Does have seven rushing touchdowns. Doesn't throw a whole lot of touchdowns. Will throw interceptions. Five rushing touchdowns to six interceptions. Okay, so this is the perfect kind of matchup that befuddled the Cajuns, okay? Having not watched Jacksonville State, but know they can play some football because they did a good job of covering the spread this year. This is the issue that the Cajuns had against Arkansas State and against Southern Miss, all right? Forced the quarterback to make the plays, and they didn't. They allowed the running games to take control. Jalen Rainer's pretty good. He wasn't that good against the Cajuns. Running-wise, he was. All right, they did not tackle on some easy passing completions. And Southern Miss, that didn't, was it Ethan Crawford? Now, he did lead him down to a tying score. I get it, uh, to force overtime, but it should never have been that case. Sell out on the run, all right? You don't have to worry about windy conditions or anything like that. We're playing in a dome. Sell out on the run and force the quarterback to either run. You got you to gotta make sure you're going to stop the quarterback. You got to have a spy, probably and see if they can run it down your throat, all right? Um, Malik Jackson leads the team in rushing with 860 yards. He's got seven touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Anwar Lewis, 443 yards. He's got three touchdowns. Uh, Logan Smothers, well, he's another quarterback, um, so they got a two-quarterback system. He's got six touchdowns. Logan Smothers, passing-wise, 655, um, six touchdowns. Uh, in the air, three interceptions. So they will turn it over, all right? Again, this has been a problem for the Cajuns not playing to the other team's weaknesses, all right? If they throw, I mean, these two guys, these two guys are averaging, Zion Webb averages 50% completion. Logan Smothers is 55 and a half. Make them do it. See if they can do it, all right? Logan Smothers long is 37 yards. Zion Webb's got a nice uh, 63-yard uh, pass. Let them throw it over your head. See if they can do it more than once. See if they can do it more than twice. That's what I would do. I'm going to put a bunch of guys in the box, and I'm going to spy on the quarterback, and I'm going to see if Jacksonville State can run it down my throat. That's what I'm going to find out. Because the other times that the Cajuns had that chance to stop them, they did not. All right. Sell out on the run uh, and, you know, put the corners, one-on-one coverage if you want, and see what happens, all right? Now, I, again, I haven't watched Arizona State. If they spread things out, that's going to be difficult, but put an extra guy in the box, at least, to stop the running game. 
let's see if these guys and and here's the big thing for the Cajuns they got to tackle they got to come up and make the tackle right you can't stop everything right you have to give a little bit of space you don't want them to just to go you know make one move and go by you and then you know then they're wide open for 20 yards no so you got to give them a little bit of space but you got to come up and when it's a three-yard gain when it's a five-yard gain when it's a seven-yard gain you got to come up there and make a tackle compared to you know not and seeing him go for 15 or seeing him go for 20 or worse right now i know they're trying to but you got to make the tackle cajuns could win this ball game they're actually the underdog uh in this game um the but the problem is right uh Kendra Gant is in the transfer portal. I haven't seen where he is committed yet, but he got a he got a um got an offer from Houston. So he got an offer from Willie Fritz in Houston. So you can't blame him uh whatsoever. So uh so I'm gonna take the Cajuns in this one. All right. I'll come back and tell you if they if they followed the game plan, which they should have. All right. If they can't stop the run and they're playing a three-man front, then shame on them. All right. Let's play a four, five-man front or play an extra guy in the box and, and have a spy on the quarterbacks because they'll run, all right? And there's nothing worse than, you know, getting stops on first and second down and the quarterback running for eight to nine yards for a first down, all right? So you got to do that. You got to defend right. You got to defend them correctly and see if they can pass the ball, all right? Now, if they come out and they go, you know, the two quarterbacks combine for 20 of 30 for 250 yards or something like that. And a couple of touchdowns and no interceptions. Good on them. Then they played well. All right. But they haven't done that very much this year. So test them. Let's see. Let's see if we get a Zion web game by game. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. We'll start most recently. They did lose to New Mexico State, who was pretty good. 17, actually went 17 to 30 for 248 yards uh, and threw two interceptions. All right. Before that, against La Tech, in a game they won 56-17. In a game they won, because he rushed 10 times for 122 yards and three touchdowns, he was 6 to 17 for 106 yards. They did lose to South Carolina. All right. But that's South Carolina. He's 12 to 23 for 183 yards. Two touchdowns and interception. Actually, not too bad. Rushed 16 times for 65 yards. Against FIU, 41 is uh they won 41 16. He's nine and nineteen. Now he rushed 20 times for 125 yards. You gotta you gotta stop the quarterback from rushing. All right. You gotta you gotta make the tackles. All right. Against Western Kentucky in a 2017 uh victory, he rushed 28 times for 146 yards. Also 22 of 39 for 218 in the air. So again. You got to stop the run, all right? Sell out, stop the run, try to force them to make the pass. And maybe you'll find out, you know, it could be third and eight, and they're going to run a sweep or an option. So we will find out. I'm going to take the Cajuns. Give me the points. It's like three, three and a half. I'll take the Cajuns. We may even do a little money line on that. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, Southern Miss brings in a new defensive coordinator when we come back i'll tell you about that let me tell you about linkedin when you're hiring for your small business you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs has the tools to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free 
LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. Still basking in the glow of the Georgia Southern, well, 74 to 56 loss, <laughs> but covering the 33 uh, and a half points. All right, meanwhile, uh, Southern Miss with the Fighting Will Halls hiring a, actually hired a, uh, last week they hired Chip Long as their offensive coordinator, former teammate of Will Hall at North Alabama. But on Tuesday, they did announce that they are bringing in Clay Bignell. Bignell, according to our buddy Scott Watkins in the uh, Sun-Herald, Bignell heads over to Hattiesburg after being in the same role as FCS Eastern Illinois. The Eastern Illinois Panthers were six nationally enforced turnovers and number 18 in scoring defense in his first Coordinator role. Big Nell's defense helped lead EIU to its best record since 2013. He was an analyst on the 2018 Notre Dame team that reached the college football playoffs. By the way, Chip Long was the offensive coordinator at that point in time. All right. So um, in Southern Miss, the defense was last in the Sun Belt in scoring. So he's got his work cut out for him uh, for uh, the fighting Will Halls. And again, when the dust clears and who knows what it's going to be like come next year, quarterback wise, uh, you know, we saw um, Texas State had a pressure on, I think it was on Tuesday, that TJ Finley says, you know, he's going to play in the bowl game, right? That Texas State fans. Uh, deserve that eighth win, so he's going to play in the ball game, but doesn't know if he's going to go pro or come back or transfer. Uh, but he is playing in the ball game, so who knows who's going to be where? Where, right? I mean, at this time last week, I thought John Summerall was still going to be at Troy. Things happen fast, so uh, we'll see where Troy goes. Um, uh, South Alabama's coming back; they're going to have a new quarterback. Ladanian Webb is is leaving. Uh, running back is going pro. He could have come back. So that's going to be up in the air, right? I mean, I presume the Cajuns are going to be, you know, probably pretty highly looked at. Um, Arkansas State with Jalen Rayner, right? And if and again, if TJ Finley comes back, Texas State is going to be highly regarded. Uh, so we'll see if there's any turnover uh, from the Troy situation. Um, and we'll see what a guy Bryant Vincent does with ULM. Uh, just because they were not so great doesn't mean they can't get a couple of wins and knock some teams off. So we'll see. But Clay Bignell is your defensive coordinator for Southern Miss. They needed help on that side of the ball. And they actually did pretty good when Will Hall fired himself as offensive coordinator, came right in here and, you know, against the Raging Cajuns and beat him in overtime. Uh, it was a short week. 
that was the short week. That was the week after Zion Chris was hurt and Chandler Fields uh, came in. And probably should mention Chandler Fields has gotten better each and every week. And now that he's had an, another extra week to uh, to practice, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the dome. And by the way, this is where Mike Decimo came in, right? If you want to go back two years, this is the this is where the Mike Decimo era started after a Sunbelt Championship victory and heading into the bowl game. So that's where that's where we are. And he admitted, interestingly, um, he admitted that he knew it was going to be a tough couple of years because of all the people that were leaving. Uh, and it was going to take a little bit of time to refill those coffers, meaning the players. And now that they got the stadium under construction, you can bring guys in, right? And they're going to play, you know, they'll play in their second year. Now, if you only got one year left in the portal, that'll be a thing. And they got a couple of guys in the portal uh, this week. Um, I think both from power five teams. So uh, it'll be a thing for uh, Mike Desmo. Uh, all right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll continue to preview uh, bowl games. We got a couple of more on that Saturday. And of course, still waiting to see what Troy does with their head coaching job, I believe. Uh, based on Craig Stevenson's reporting from AL.com. That's the only FBS opening right now in America. So we're waiting for Troy uh, to make a decision. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you so much. Also, by the way, thanks to the guys over at, at uh, Rage and Review and Rage and Pagin. Um, I mean, 100 subscriptions, you know, in the last couple of days. We're very, you know, about a week and a half ago, I didn't think, We'd get close to a thousand before the new year. We may get a thousand by the end of the week. So thank you so much for subscribing. It it's really it really could help out uh, a little bit down the road. Uh, it does mean a lot. So again, please subscribe on YouTube. Find the audio podcasts wherever you find your audio podcasts. But the most popular are on Apple and Spotify. All right, and we're going to start putting those links in the. Uh, in the description in YouTube so you can find it a little bit easier. All right. Again, thank you so much. We're going to get, I mean, I mean, I may wake up and we may be at a thousand subscriptions by, uh, by this morning. So I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.